0: folks. Welcome to Stage 14 of the Stage Clear Podcast featuring me, Tim, and your co-host, James. How you doing, James?
1: Man, wonderful, brother. How you doing, man? Good,
0: good, good. We have some actual special guest stars today. Uh, Mm I want to introduce you guys to uh, Hannah and Jonah, the Machoyas, if you will.
2: (laughs) hello. Hello. Hello.
0: Uh, I wanted to take the time to bring them on the cast today. Uh, they have their own uh, business and everything they're working on, their own podcast. And I really appreciate yeah, the message they share about you know positivity, about fitness and everything, and having that mental framework to really get the best out of yourself. So you know us. We're all about that. So I figured it'd be good to plug them in. And uh, yeah, you guys, uh, I, I met Jonah through uh, our college football days. So that's how we kind of came acquainted.
2: Yeah, much simpler. It's such a simple time back then. Yeah, yeah. Not as much <laughs> to worry about. <laughs> yeah, definitely.
0: All right. So we got a good show for you guys today, uh, but before we get into all of that, all the descriptions for everyone here on this little screen uh, will be in the de- uh, description box below. Uh, you check out all our projects there. Uh, we have a multitude of uh, streams. You guys can see our works and uh, check those out if you want. And for those listening audio only, we have the YouTube channel that shows these videos. And we also drop those the full cast on Monday. We drop episodes that are little segments of each cast Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday uh, of the good little bits. If you don't have time to watch the whole thing, uh, those on YouTube only. Like I said, if you're on a road trip, whatever, you can catch the Audible only only version on wherever you get your podcast just type in stage clear pod we'll be there stage clear podcast um you got a question for us email stage clear at gmail.com uh, all that stuff is available like i said in the resources below so without further ado we got a big one today um yeah and, uh, just real quick uh, james because i know i, I want to give you the space to do this you always come with something hot i don't know if you have anything like this week that was like i really
1: wanted to bring this th- down to the table today before we get into anything You know what? No, no. Actually, nothing as interesting. Uh, No, actually, I'm I'm curious about our guests and their philosophies and what driven them to you know be where they are today. So I'm actually cool deal. So hopping
0: right into philosophy, I'll let you guys kind of take over. What do you do?
2: Oh boy! <laughs> oh, well, light topics,
0: um, light topics today. Light <laughs> topics
2: today. So overall, well, first off, thanks guys for having. It was really good to c- connect uh, with you, Tim, and really set this up. And uh, we're incredibly grateful. As more, as we continue to show up more and more um, uh, together within our business. So uh, what we do is is help. Um, do start have a slogan or? So we have an online fitness and <laughs> yeah,
3: nutrition start coaching there. business. Start there. So. We help primarily women age 35 to 55 lose weight in a sustainable way that allows them to have food freedom and um, a positive relationship with their
2: body. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the overarching what. Um, And this is something that we've been growing steadily over the last two and a half years now. Um, uh, And and it's been easily one of the most challenging things I've ever done in my entire life. (laughs) I'm sure it's no easy (laughs) task. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know that's 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 why I'm super grateful for the time like we had in, in sports and especially in college football. It really like teaches you how to really just continue to push through even when every fiber of your being is telling you to walk right off the field. Um, yeah, we've had a few of those times uh, running this business every together. Every entrepreneur has. Yeah, and it's uh, ultimately it's something that has kept us coming back, um, even through the the ups and the downs. Right, it's it's by no means like. you start your business and everything goes the way you want it to it's it's (laughs) very very topsy-turvy especially like i I don't know if you if you want me to give my full spiel but like i started doing this by myself yeah without from the get-go so it's been a lot of growth in that amount of time well we're we're a COVID
3: born business right so jonah was a personal trainer out of 24-hour fitness and then COVID hit he was furloughed for like an entire summer and up until he was like all right, I'm sitting on the couch. Like I remember, I had to have a discussion with him because he was playing so many video games. I was just playing uh, The Witcher for uh, an entire like, month. Yeah. Love
2: it. And, 111 hours of The Witcher. Before
3: <laughs> <I came laughs> and, um, <laughs> and we had to like save up for a wedding too. So I was like, "Hey, babe, um, can you start working?" <laughs> <laughs> How
0: does that conversation go, lightly?
3: <laughs> uh, I mean, John's really good at like taking not like constructive criticism. If I if I come to him, it's not because I'm ever like blaming him or blaming yeah. him for anything, it's because I genuinely like want to move forward together. And he's really good. good at interpreting that and, and not taking anything personally. So he's like, yeah, you're right. Well, <laughs> well that's that's, that's pivotal.
0: Like, You guys are married now, and that's anything with any long-term relationship. That communication aspect has to be on point, right? You yeah. guys have to be able to talk about these things. If you bury it under, it's just going to come up later, and it's, like, it's not mm-hmm. a good, healthy lifestyle. So that's a testament. You guys are married and everything, what, a, a year now, a year and a half? Uh, two years mm-hmm. in August. Nice. Instead awesome.
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> Congratulations. So, so honestly, yeah, thank COVID you. is Thanks. kind
3: of a blessing for us. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how it was born. Like Jonah wasn't doing anything. His clients weren't doing anything. And they just kind of met up at parks and started working out. Oh, man. And then that kind of opened the gate to getting his nutrition coaching certification and yeah. doing online. And for a while, he was doing a lot of back and forth between in-person and online. And we're like, we are able to like make a bigger difference to more people online than we are meeting up with them in person and work out. So we just went all in on that.
0: That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of what all of that is about too. Is like you're, it's because anyone can start a business and sell a product. Right. But you guys mm-hmm. are like taking a step further, interacting with people, making relationships and teaching them, you know, all sorts of things. <laughs> and James, you can attest to this with your uh, coaching job that you do. You're always engaging with uh, the youth and uh, the parents of those people. Right. And like, isn't that more wouldn't you say that's more impactful than just regular I don't know, whatever other job you might have had before?
1: Absolutely. absolutely. Just working with people and having that relationship with people. And then uh, I think the the biggest thing is when they are convinced that you actually care about them. They're not just clients, but you actually care about them, you know. So uh, it's a completely different dynamic when it's exactly. your passion, it's something you love, yeah.
0: No, for sure. Um, so that's kind of a good, you know, overview of your, of your guys' services. Again, links in the description. If you need to lose some weight or whatever, they got good programs, check them out. Um, yeah. So what I wanted to get to, like the real core of this was, uh, what is your why? And Jonah can attest to this through football. And I'm sure everyone's heard it. It's probably not specific to football, but that's how we got it. Uh, they would always ask us, the coaches, like, what is your why? You know, you have to know that so that you can push yourself through all the crap you have to deal with, with football and whatever else. Um, so that's pretty pivotal, like your cornerstone. It's part of your core foundation. So I'm curious, what is your guys' why? You can do it separately, and then maybe your guys' together and how that affects your life, your business. And then me and James can go into, like, little tidbits of ours. I love Absolutely. that. Yeah, I'll
2: let you go first.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going
2: first. Yeah, 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 I like, can we do
3: have- both separate like individual wise too we've both had individual upbringing so yeah we do have individual wise and we also have a collective why so i'm glad you you suggested that
0: there is a difference for sure
3: yeah um my why is really deeply rooted in my childhood so i had lost almost both my parents to heart disease so i lost my mom when i was eight years old to very suddenly she was only like 35 years old um and very healthy like not really overweight and so i lost her very suddenly to what they called an enlarged heart so something that she was just genetically born with and so right away mm. as, a, as a kid i was very aware of you know the mortality and, and health and yeah and how much, you know how much can be wrecked when you don't have your health your entire life can be destroyed when you don't have your health and and then when I was in high school, when I was sixteen, my dad had a hundred percent artery blockage in his heart, so he was literally minutes away from dying before they got him into the hospital, um, and saved his life. And so ever since, you know, all my entire childhood, I've seen like health is so very important to the point where I, for my birthdays, I wouldn't ask for presents or cards or anything. I I, did, I asked for a gym membership. I asked for like a nutrition um, person consultation like that's why like ever since I was in high school I've always been driven by good health because I just know how important that is. I was going to ask
2: how old
0: were you when you asked for that as a birthday? That's such a I've never heard of that ever.
3: Yeah, I, I was about like like eight like oh I was about like 16 15 when I asked for gym membership. Um and then I was like 18 when I saved up a bunch of money before I went to college to take this like metabolic assessment thing where they took blood and they like tested my heart and everything just so i can get like a feel for what was going on inside and i remember a guy asked me he's like why are you even doing this like people like like are that you know typically have a lot of like metabolic and damage done to their body over a course of few years take these tests and i was like i I, like this is my priority i
0: need to know give me the stats
3: like i "I need to know (laughs) Um, So that was my why coming into it, and I've actually always wanted to start a business. So I got my degree in entrepreneurship from Western Mm -hmm. and marketing. And so I I always told everyone, like, I want to start a business one day, and they'd be like, what kind? I'd be like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. I have
3: no idea what business I want to start. I just knew I wanted to start one. Like, I come from my father, my grandparents, my great-grandparents were all business owners. It was like, I want to own a business one day. And it just kind of happened so serendipitously as like Jonah and I started like dating, and then we got engaged, and as we we're getting married, like how he he was kind of forced out of work, and um, at the time I was still working full time for the West, for Western, and um, you know he had was always gravitated to the fitness side of it through through athletics, and so he came into personal training, and then through that came in through nutrition, and so he kind of like was the one that gave us the plunge into the health and fitness industry. Sure. And eventually, like, when the business was actually starting to pick up, like, since I got my degree in marketing, I helped him, like, build a website at first. Because, like you said, it was just him doing it all. And um, I would, like, help in every now and then, like, bringing him, like, um, you know, social media ideas and building website. And mm-hmm. after that, like things were starting to pick up, and he, he always wanted me to quit my job in Jordan before we even like had the financial reason to do that.
2: Horrible It's like the <laughs> show. Horrible idea. Oh, horrible idea.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and um, and so he he'd always been like like bugging me like let's do this let's do this, and eventually I was just like you know what okay like let's do this and yeah all in on it made lots of mistakes along the way but it just was perfect that like. You know, my deep desire for health and to be able to help others combined with his act like his um what do you call it like drive determination yeah yeah, yeah. And his determination his initiative to, to get something started because I'm always such a like planner and hes yeah. like, yeah the deep end and do it so like us together i think it just happened so beautifully the way it was supposed
0: to power couple no that's awesome and you hit on a really good point about kind of where it's all those why questions they kind of do stem from your childhood right we talk Mm -hmm. a lot me and james about you know where your worldview is and why it comes from your upbringing you know and analyzing like the past the good and the bad and realizing how it affects you right and trying to get all the effects to be positive rather than negative as much as you can um, so, and especially with, with health, you know, that's such a big one and, and it did merge really well. Like you said, that's, that's awesome. Cause you had your own health benefits with that. Um, I'm curious what, uh, because for me with that, with that whole health subject, like it was more so growing up, you know, I didn't have any healthy examples and you mentioned health problems in your, in your family. So that's why I'm curious. Uh, did you, did they have a healthy lifestyle? Were they out all the time? Were they exercising or you feel like you had to get that gym membership to experience that side of it? Right
3: yeah that's a great question so growing up it's so funny you know my mom passed like when i was eight so i was really early so i didn't really fully get to know her to the degree i'd like to but my aunt her sister would always say like your mom ate organic before eating organic was cool and so like that's kind of what i learned from her is that like from the beginning she believed in like growing her own food and eating organic and I don't remember her exercising a lot, but she also had four kids, so yeah. um, and she was always outside with us, and you know was active. My dad, however, so my dad's entrepreneurship background, he was um, he started a he didn't start it. So my grandpa started a chain of Mexican food restaurants, and so he's kind of always been around like you know higher calorie, higher fat. Food, yeah, he like, yeah. It, you know, he so he's Mexican too. My dad, my mom was right. He's Mexican, so. Half my life, I've always been like, you know, eating enchiladas and tamales and everything, and you don't really did, think much of it, especially. Since good he stuff. Never eat. Yeah, it's delicious. <laughs> and, and he was never like super overweight. Like, he might have had like a gut, but he was never like significantly overweight. And so, while my background is kind of mixed of having like this delicious Mexican food and also like organic homegrown food. Um, It wasn't until after my dad's heart attack that he started really taking care of his health and, you know, realizing you're that close to death. He really started turning things around. Like, he exercises almost daily and he eats really well.
0: That's yeah. good to have that that example, and, and for me, I'm you know as a new father and everything. I said I grew up a certain way, didn't have those healthy examples. Grew up a fat mm-hmm. kid and everything that comes with that, and then football kind of <clears throat> encouraged it. I was always the guy that would out eat everybody, you know, and mm-hmm. it kind of played into my role as an lineman. Um, but mm-hmm. now that that chapter of my life is done, and I'm a father now, which become that that leadership role and everything. I don't want to pass on those bad health habits to my mm-hmm. kids, right? I want them to grow up better and have better opportunities. So. um Learning that healthy relationship with food is super vital. You're you're, you're spot on with that, and everything you guys are doing. No,
3: oh, thanks. Yeah, and congratulations oh. on being a father. It's crazy when you really like when you become a dad. I feel like you have to second guess everything you do.
0: <laughs> a little bit, um, <laughs> but uh, so so Jonah, what's what's your half, buddy? And we can we've gotten into some tough topics here. Nothing off the table, so don't yeah yeah don't so play around.
2: Mine, mine is uh is pretty deep. Uh, and I've only just now been able to get truly connected um, to it even before I started doing this. Um, so I grew up in a really rough household. Um, I don't know my father. Um, he actually went to prison for murder. Um, and, and my mom subsequently married a couple other times after that. Um, and my first stepdad was the worst human being I've ever, ever met. And physically abusive, mentally abusive. Um, verbally abusive on all fronts. And I was just, I, I remember he came into my life when I was about eight years old. And then for about three years, it's pretty stark. Sad. I remember much after that. Um, and uh, up, until, up until he left, but overall, like there was a lot of experiences, trauma that I had that made me feel really small and insignificant. Um, and out of, out of control of a lot of I, a lot of what I had in my life. And I, Found that control through through sports, especially football. So I always gravitated towards football as I, as I grew gra- as I grew older. Um, but I still kind of all this I ha- always had this this insignificance feeling. No matter how many accolades I would get, no matter how many awards I would get, I never felt like I was truly good enough. And that stems from my childhood and what I what I went through all the way until I I, I, had, I got to college to play football. Not very many people do, and uh, I, I told myself I'm going to be an All American told myself I'm going to be All-American, and I never quite lived up to the potential that I know I had, um, and I wasn't aware of why. Um, and when you're not aware of, of your behavior, it's very frustrating. It's like, I feel like I'm doing everything I can, when in reality you're not. You're doing things that uh, your current identity aligns with. So my identity was someone who's small and significant and just gets by and does the bare minimum. So that's exactly what I got for my football career. Um, wow. Yeah. I know it's There's, a
0: lot of powerful stuff you said, like in that small little segment. That's a lot yeah. to it, it,
2: it's. I've only just now really got, like, a lot, within the last year, really connected to this. So it's, it's, it's easy for me to tap into that now, knowing what I do now, because after college ended, um, and I had a it was my sole reason that kept me going that was like my only form of control my whole identity um i had a very mediocre career in college but for some reason but i was so petrified of losing that identity that somehow convinced myself that i deserve to go play professional football like if someone gives me a shot i'll prove them right i'll prove them that i can do it um and and i realized that like i, I was i was i was in this like blind like i just need to, i just need to go like just give me a shot so this is when I was introduced to uh, personal training and, and skill development uh, for the first time. So I thought like you only show up to practice and that's how you get better. Right? I was not aware of, of trainers that are actually designed to help you increase your performance. Um, so I got in that, in that environment, that was my first time. I had, I had a trainer, I was training with other, uh, other athletes that were actual All-Americans that, did, that had a right to be there getting that training and actually had a chance to play professionally. Um, and I, I trained with them for about three months and I was just constantly being reminded of how mediocre I actually was and how far behind I was compared to these, these other guys. I was just, I was, I was stronger than them. That was it. And it was super frustrating that they would beat me in every single drill and I was underperforming every aspect. Um, I gained 45 pounds in three months, um, from, from, uh, grandma cooking <laughs> and <laughs> I, I was always an underside alignment, lineman. So I was like, okay, I just got to get bigger and I'll be better. And uh, finally, I get to my my professional football tryout. And it was just for the Canadian Football League. um, And it was my worst ever performance I've ever had. Like, uh, plus five second, 40 time. I lost every one-on-one drill. uh, Slowest L drill I ever did. Like, six second L drill. Like, it was bad. And I just remember sitting on that field. It was was in Vegas. It was just so hot. And my cleats were melting. And I just sat there just knowing that my career was over. And not Um. knowing why. Not uh-huh. knowing why I always fell short, why I wasn't able to, to live up to my potential. I started with like my childhood because it's always kind of been making this, it's 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 rearing its ugly head all the way through, you know? So because I, I had that why and because I had that, or because I kept asking myself why, I uh, went to my trainer and I asked him if I could have a job. I didn't have a certification to be a trainer, but he gave me the job and uh, they they helped me the best they could, and I got an environment of being a coach for people who I wish I had in high school. Um, and I was a terrible fucking trainer. I'm sorry if I I don't know. I <laughs> mean, um, right, do your thing. Okay. Um, and I was I was awful. I did not know what I was talking about. I I was just just completely bsing my entire way through. But there's was this one one athlete I got right. And if if you're not familiar, if you've never been in a training job, it's a sales job. And you have to convince people to to buy your services. Um, and I wasn't confident in what I could do. I was not confident in who I was. I just, I was like, yeah, I get to coach you, you know.
3: Didn't they like, not even require you to get a <laughs> They certification? did yeah. They didn't,
2: like most places, you need a certification to be a trainer. They did not. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I, but I was also very poor. Um, again, an excuse I kept telling myself to not get certified. Um, but overall they did, they did their best. They did give me some sort of certification. So I at least had the paper. Um, but it did not help me in training athletes specifically. Um, but anyway, I, I, the sales aspect I was terrible at and I was like, all I want to do is coach people. Like you just give me clients, I'll, I'll coach them. And I had one athlete who worked with me for a couple months and he, he looked at me and said, thank you so much for all the help you did. I, I, I feel more capable than I ever have before. And. That like sent chills down my spine. I was like, "Holy crap! I think I found what I want. I think I found what I want to do." So I had no idea what I want to do my entire life. I, I refused to be a coach. I told all my coaches, "Like I'll never be a coach." I told Hannah, okay. "I'll never be a coach." And I fell into it from that one conversation. I was like, "This is there's something here." Yeah, my, my job was miserable for me because so I wasn't performing well. I was actually in a very dark time but that one conversation kept me coming back I kept studying kept figuring things out and so much so that i quit that job got four certifications then went to uh to 24-hour fitness and i uh, felt way more confident in myself and and really behind all of this i kept trying to understand why my own performance was super lacking um and as i started to uncover the pieces of my lack of mobility flexibility strength and stability i was like oh this is this is the stuff i wasn't aware of and that awareness like taught me so much about how people are unaware of how they just behave in, in, in their general lives. Yeah. So, it's not just the fact that you can work really hard on, on the football field or in, in the gym, but there's other things that you're not paying attention. To. So no, as I understand, sorry, go ahead. Dan, I, I just,
0: just 100%, you know, we talk about that a lot too, is like being intentional. With what yeah. you're doing, you know, because we're oftentimes just meander kind of through life and we're just taking what's coming at us, what's right in front of us and kind of just self-serving, right? Instant gratification. What can I, how can I get what I want out of this scenario instead of yeah. thinking outside of ourselves and also just what's planning it, right? Just being intentional with what you're doing will put you so much farther ahead of the rest.
2: Exactly. Yeah, and that's, and that's the whole thing. I didn't know that. Right, but not many of us know that. We just like, no, no, so no. We, yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't come to that realization until shit gets hard, <laughs> yeah. and then you're forced to look at it. Right. So mm. all in all, like, I had so much more confidence in myself as a trainer at uh, 24 uh, Hour Fitness, but my clients weren't getting results. They, like, they weren't losing weight. I was like, what else? What else do I need here? Right. I was understanding movement. Then uh, COVID happened. Was furloughed. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to, then I started doing everything online before I had the nutrition or mindset certification. So I was just kind of giving people workouts again, still no results. And I was like, you know what, maybe I should look at this whole nutrition thing. Um, And that's where I went down the nutrition path for myself, got the best results I've ever had. I'm like, holy crap, I'm going to give this to my clients now. Yeah. Uh, And then like I started to uncover like, okay, I have the the fitness, I have the nutrition, like, but what really, what really stops people? What really slows people down? Um, And then it goes back to like my true, origins of understanding like, like why, where, why I felt was why I've always felt insignificant, small, weak, and why I didn't deserve to be happy, why I didn't deserve good things. And that came from my first stepdad who instilled that in me. Right. And then I, then I that made me look at like, as the people I was attracting, as I was coaching, I was like, it's not that you're lazy. It's this subconscious self-sabotage that, that it keeps coming up, keeps getting in your way. Yeah. So my own passion to understand where my struggles come from. Uh, allow me to start to piece together what health and fitness actually is. And I never want to feel weak, insignificant, or powerless ever again. And I don't ever want, I don't want anyone to feel the way I felt for the vast majority of my life. And that's a very long winded way of saying like, that's my why, why I love empowering people to, to take back control and be intentional with what they do instead of unconscious and like going through life without really seeing what they're doing.
0: Yeah, you know, and that's, that's so great. I I talked about last time where it's, we have to grow from our pain, you know, Mm -hmm. because if the pain is going to affect us either way, the past is going to affect us either way, we can decide whether it's positive or negative. I talked about the start where Mm -hmm. it's like, you can bury those problems, or you can kind of bring them up and address them, right? And what I love about that sharing that message is because that's where we can kind of take that power back, right? When we can pull something positive from that dark space, you know, um, like a person forgiven, um, you know, someone, uh, a lesson learned, you know. Uh, a soul healed, anything like that. we can get something, anything positive from that. And then we can start sharing that with other people. That's when like they can learn the lesson without the pain. Right. And that's when we start healing and everything. And so, yeah, empowering people. Like it's, it's great. It's awesome. That's what it's, what it's all about. Helping us kind of go through it together. Right. Making it personal. Yeah. Um,
2: It's, it's so personal. Like it's, it goes far. Like, and I'm glad you said that because it goes far beyond. When you start making those connections, you start really seeing like, how it can affect those around you right that not only mm. has like my own personal experience but like my my role as a as the oldest sibling mm-hmm. and uh, in a very struggle in a very tough household uh and and like inconsistent father figures you know like what i saw my mom go through another aspect of why we we, we uh, i love helping women so much because my mom struggled so much with, with yeah. so many, her own health issues you know and there's so as I continue, as we continue to, to grow as people, we get to continue to help and connect, and like you said, help people grow and learn without the pain that we've seen or experienced. And yeah, it's it's I'm I'm shaking. I fucking love
0: it. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. You're so passionate, and you can see both of you guys like and it melts together. It's like so perfectly. You guys balance each other out. That's great. Um, your growth and everything is like it's very clear why you know it's very evident. Um, Thank you. Thank you. 100%. Uh, James, James, talk a little bit about, you know, what your why is and how you can bring that, how you do bring that every day to what you do and why you like what you're doing. We've talked a little bit about your starting with the YouTube journey and everything and how why they all kind of commingle, uh, but I guess share that for everybody. What are you thinking? Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, um, seriously, I feel like, uh, like like most people, I kind of just went into life kind of going in blindly and just kind of trying to grip had anything that I, I felt uh, resonated with me. And, uh, and uh, you know, I had this experience where I, uh, at one point I understood, like, uh, I was kind of on the wrong path, you know, in regards to uh, a lot of different philosophies that was introduced to me by, you know, sometimes it was the wrong type of music or influence around me and things like that. And unfortunately, I, I did have some uh, um, family members, not a lot, but there were family members that were negative, uh, um, negative influences on me as well, that was kind of pushing me to, really just kind of, you know, almost indoctrinated me uh, with philosophies that are very destructive, toxic, you know. And, um, you know, I, I, for me, it was more so my relationship with God that kind of put everything in perspective. And it it put literally everything. It was almost like the puzzle pieces that were scattered in my body and my mind. And, my, you know, everything just came together. And I realized the purpose of, of mm-hmm. you know, just like mental health, uh, your spiritual walk, your, your purpose in life and things like that. Uh, I learned uh, statistically 150,000 people die every 24 hours, and that's regardless of health situation. You know, it could be a freak accident. It could be, you know, your heart stopped. It could be anything. And to me, my concern was, okay, what happens when I die? And so after that, I was able to uh, start understanding that, you know, the Bible addressed all these different things, uh, not only by, you know, being right with God, but also uh, serving others before you serve yourself. Yeah. And I think for a lot of us, yeah, we we, we naturally do that to the people we deem worthy, you know, like it's, it's okay to do that and serve your husband or serve your wife or serve your baby or, or your neighbor that you like across the street that gives you Christmas gifts every, every year. It's easy to serve them, but, um, you know, it, 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 it's, I started to actually want to serve people. You know, I started to just love people and I learned that it was, uh, um, because, you know, God was actually starting to change me and, uh, And that started to spill over in my philosophy when it comes to working with children for the last 20 years in the preschool setting or start spilling in my relationships with uh, friends and family members. And it just starts spilling over everywhere. So uh, yeah, my, the whole podcast thing, I mean, I'm just interested in it because I feel like I've been kind of talking about these things uh, with people for years on a one-on-one more personal basis, but I'd like to just kind of at least share some um, ideas at least for people just to at least, Put things on the table so they can at least be introduced to other concepts that could, you know, be something that they can, uh, you know, add to their lives, you know, as they're venturing off in life and things like that. Yeah, no, uh,
0: for sure. You've talked about that before, where it, it just stems from you and, and your 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 turning point, right? And how that can kind of go into yeah. your work and and what you get from those things. So and. Uh, I mean, you don't have to talk about it, but I know you, you, you do work with kids and you do enjoy that work. And, and I know you had some type of plans maybe at some point for some type of YouTube thing with that. But, uh, again, that's, you yeah, know. Yeah,
1: yeah I'm thinking of uh, exploring that finally uh, this month, actually. This will be six months I've been on YouTube. So I was like, okay, I, I want to read stories, at least to children, and maybe give parents tips that I've learned what is the best way to communicate and effectively work with children, babysitters, anybody just interested in listening. Just keep it simple, little tips, you know, nothing too complex or anything.
0: Yeah. And and I'm sure you've seen throughout your wide uh, experience, like these kids have to come from all sorts of different walks of life, all sorts of different um, backgrounds. The parents that are there or not, like must have some type of telling situation that you can kind of pick up on. Right. Um, So how do you kind of go about bringing that, Like, what's your mindset when you go into a coaching session? Are you always thinking, like, I need to make a positive impact on these kids' lives? Or is it just, like, focusing on what they want? Like, where do you take that role? Because what I've said is that uh, we can interact with people positively or negatively. They're always going to take something, right? You lead by example whether you want to or not. And so it's important to kind of analyze that, that we have effect on other people. So do you kind of take that? Or is it more so just uh, teaching them literally how to play soccer, like you're focusing on the technical? (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely both. It's definitely both. I, my intention is, um, you know, whether it's just the soccer session or it's the classroom setting, uh, I want for each child to at least feel like they've, they've learned something that they can take away into the world uh, after every session or class um, and just encounter with me. And it's not only with, with that, it's like with any relationship, like even to me, you know, I would hope after we leave this, this uh, podcast session, we've all influenced each other, you know, as we, cut off and, and depart and go our separate ways, you know, we're like, oh, hey, you know, uh, that was a very interesting story regarding, you know, maybe, uh, you know, the the stepfather uh, dynamic and things like that. And, you know, and, you know, it's just, uh, I, f- I feel like the relationship aspect, definitely to me, um, when it comes to serving children, or even just my family and friends and neighbors and things like that, it's really like just serving, you know, and, you know, because of the Christian worldview that basically dominates my life, you know, that's, uh, that's my priority. It's, it's modeling uh, what Christ uh, model, you know, it's serving others before you serve yourself. So yeah. Um, yeah. If that, yeah. So, but there are obviously children that they don't have a father figure at all. So when they see me, you know, some of them are like, barely know me. And they're hugging me because it's like this masculine male presence, you know? So it's like, Oh, okay. So it's not just, I'm just not a coach or I'm just not a teacher. This is, this is more for some of the children. This is more, you know? So, um, so keeping that in mind, it's a, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's something you, you learn to take very seriously. Uh, It's a coaching aspect. Yeah, it's uh, serious. It's very
0: serious. Absolutely. And like being that male role model or, or just, you know, any role model, even for you, Hannah, like anybody, like being that person that some people need, you don't know everyone's background. You don't know what they need, right? So if we can bring our best selves to every situation, we can fill so many other cups that we're not even realizing, right? Um, you mm. might uh, People might get something from uh, an interaction that you didn't even, you were just casually going about your day like you normally do, but they pull something out of it that's profound. And, you know, like I, I try to, uh, when I'm going out in public, like with service workers especially, I'll just try to uh, like learn their name and thank them by name, right? And just little things like yeah. that will just help yes. them uh, like just like, oh, wow, you know. Yeah. Thank you. Like taking a moment to be human to one another can have a drastic effect on like the positivity of someone's day and uh, just spreading that, that good message. Um, you know, and like I said, we talked a lot about uh, role models and, and not having them in, in our lives and how that affects us. You know, everyone kind of has different backgrounds here. Um, but for for me, you know, I, I relate with that too. You know, um, my dad wasn't really around when I was a kid and but uh, my mom always said, you know, praised him and like said he was a great guy and he was he was a cop and he was an ex-marine so he was like a hero of the sense right and i grew up thinking he was my hero and everything and a lot of what i did the decisions i made the actions i took were in reference to that and wanting to spend more time with him wanting to get his attention and things like that i started playing football actually because i was like oh because i never wanted to be in the nfl i never watched football as a kid i was a huge nerd and jonah knows this (laughs) like james knows this i was just playing video games playing with toys all day like that was my thing and but i knew i knew my dad loved football I knew that he watched it a lot, so I thought if I played, that he would be around more. He would take more interest in me and everything, right? And then throughout my career, I learned to love football for myself and and get a lot out of it, and find that male role model aspect of it from football too. With a lot of the coaches, you get positive and negative ones with that because everyone has a different coaching philosophy. But um, it, it is overall, I'd say, a really positive benefit for kids who don't really have that role model, but are still driven and passionate. It's a good outlet for them, so I'll always, um, you know, praise football for that. But essentially that's that's what it comes down to you know we all either have these role models or we don't and we go through life you know not knowing what we would have missed and everything that we missed out on does does affect our decisions nowadays right so it's important to uh i, I said so everything we're all coaches of some sort and we all interact with people every day and That's why I really you know appreciate this group and and, you know interacting with you guys itself too because it's important the work that we do you know it's important to uh, have these conversations with people and, and get them to kind of again be intentional right and if they don't have mm-hmm. that role model if you don't have that role model it's good to it's important to become that for other people you know mm-hmm. uh like i said a lot of what i'm doing with this whole life coaching thing is just becoming the best version of yourself you know i want to fix the world's problems one dad at a time because like statistically the like, greater father's homes and everything that's a huge impact in our society culturally and everything
1: it's yes, it very very true very true so it's yeah. yeah
0: no it's 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 true that's just historically what's going on right so that's why, like I said, um, it's important to grow from our pain, right. And just realize what is, what is your, why, what keeps you going and, and analyze that, adjust it, you know, uh, don't just have it be something negative. Like I was hurt in the past and that's why I need to do this. Like, that's for me, like as a father and everything, Hannah, you talked about like having, um, I forget how you phrased it, but just like being able to manage everything or like a lot of new things come to light when you're a father. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what I can say to that is, yeah, you know, uh, when I found that out, I was, I was realized I had to be that person. Now there's no more time wasting. I couldn't just be a college athlete having fun. It was like, now I need to be the dad I always wanted to be or the dad I I needed, whatever. Right. Because there's no more waiting, right. It's, it's just, now is the time I need to become that role model. And so that was just a profound revelation for me. And so I, I, I analyzed so much of what I did before with, uh, Like I said, this whole health journey I'm trying to do, uh, discovering a healthy relationship with food, that's part of it. Um, Analyzing my worldview and everything and the foundation of it and why I believe what I believe and being able to share that. Because a big thing I've talked about before is how generational wealth is so much more than just money, so much more than opportunities. And I would share that with you guys especially, you know, um, just to be intentful not just with our days and our lives, but with our parenting, you know, whenever that comes along or, or whatever, because uh, that's when it matters too, you know, uh, like I said, generational wealth is about more than money. It's about providing for your kids opportunities uh, financially, physically, spiritually, emotionally, philosophically, right? Giving them the tools they need to go out and, and into the world and, and do the best they can, you know, with, or, with or without you. That's, that's, that gets me fired up. It's what I'm all passionate about. I could talk about that all day.
2: Yeah, no, I think it's really cool. I think you do. You know who Ed Milet is. Uh, who? Ed Milet. No, I haven't heard. He's
3: he's very similar to Tony Robbins. Yeah.
2: Okay. Awesome, awesome oh. performance coach and aspirational person, um, but he always he's we we recently recently saw him speak, and he said, "You have to be the one, the one in your family that takes your takes your family off the generational path that it has been on." Yep. And. It's, it's, it's you in your power to do that. No one, no one else, uh, uh, unless you do something, it's going to repeat itself. Yeah, like over you have and to over. take the
3: responsibility to end the generational suffering. Yep. Otherwise, it's so easy to get continue to be passed on. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's cool to really hear, like, like from from both of you, that that aspect of you stepping into the role that allows you to be more, uh, more of yourself that gives to more of others, family kids the people you interact with like it's, it's really cool
0: to hear yeah Especially it's um uh, that that part of it is is so important you know because uh, when we're just meandering through life we don't have that plan and that's that's the problem because like i said you're you're just acting on what's in front of you and when you do that you don't take the time to think about how your reaction and uh what you want to do in life you just go to what's comfortable Go to what you're used to. You know, this is how I was raised. I turned out fine, so I'll just repeat that in my kids. You don't see it as a problem, so you're not going to address it. You know, mm. and that's the big disconnect. Sometimes I feel like I want to, like when I'm talking, I just want to like shake people awake. Like, no, like you can, you have the power to change these things. Like, you have to focus on what you can control. Ignore the outside world. Ignore all of that nonsense, and and realize that that the outcomes that we have today are like rooted in where we said our upbringing, our father's and grandfather's upbringing and everything it all kind of stems like the the family generational line has progressed to a point where this is what's happened right and if if i'm not satisfied with the outcome or if there was something in my life that hurt how can i make sure that my kids don't experience that you know give mm-hmm. them the next step ahead and then it just keeps rolling um yeah. for sure yeah so let's Love do that. it let's change the world let's go <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> um Thank you guys for sharing that. I know it's not always easy to talk about, um, you know, your past and everything. Uh, but I think it's important. I think it's really important to express like why you do what you do and and the drive behind it. You know, mm-hmm.
2: so I appreciate yeah, I, you guys. I appreciate you allowing us to share something. One of my clients recently told me, uh, who's been in the weight loss industry for a very long time, basically the last forty years of her life, and she said this is the first time ever someone's ever showed me that. They care before they sh- they they cared about what they knew, right? And I think that's such a good thing. It's like, show that you so someone cares. Oh, I'm I'm gonna mess up the saying.
3: Show that you care before they care. That's what you know.
2: That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. If you can really show that to someone, then you become more valuable in a, in a way of of like just conversation or whatever it is. So I, I love this. I'm especially reading start with why right now. So this is just hitting all the, all the, the mental brain buttons that make me happy. right now.
0: <laughs> All those chemicals. Yeah. Going off. I feel oh, it.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, Cool deal, cool deal. So I thought uh, we could transition a little bit. We've been going for a while about wise, but we can get to uh, some entertainment. That's a big thing we like to talk about. Last time uh, we we had a big segment, and we didn't even expect it to be, but it was ended up being like an hour long. Our <laughs> discussion on this, but we thought about Batman versus Captain America. You know, that was the superhero thing that came up, the big battle discussion, and we talked about the, their morality. We talked about like the like the environment and and their like, you know, them going at each other, why they would even be fighting. So that's something we we do like to do here. And I'm curious, you know, knowing that we're all kind of nerds, um, what is your guys' favorite superheroes um, and then why? And then we can get into ours.
2: Yeah. So I feel like I'm kind of generic, but Batman is by far my favorite superhero of all time, um, mainly because of... His, his origin, right? He was born out of trauma and fear, and he mm-hmm. took his trauma and fear and learned to inflict it on those who would do harm to others. Um, yeah. So he, he had to learn how to master himself, master his own emotions, and get to a point where he could be ready for any single scenario. And that's something that I take it very personally. When I, when I first started really getting into coaching, my when I had my own personal coach, um, the first thing he asked me was, like, "Why does this even matter to you?" It was like, I want to be able to help anyone with any anything that they got going on in their life, and that's that's something that I've I've studied a lot. I continue to study, um, and that's that's why it just resonates with Batman in, in general. Um, now I just need the now I just need the family fortune, and I'll be. I feel like I'll be there. <laughs> yes. um,
3: all right, so funny before you started the podcast you asked us like we're going to talk about our favorite superheroes and i remember mine and i told you what mine is but it's so funny because it actually bridges a gap to uh where we are now so my my favorite superhero is the phoenix or jean gray nice nice Um, solid pick about about that is that we named our company phoenix fitness and nutrition coaching and i like totally just clicked those two together that she was my favorite and like (laughs) We we went with Phoenix because we believe in like rising from the ashes, coming back stronger than you were before, and um, that's not kind of what always attracted me to her and like rising from the ashes and like her power too. So that just kind of like that was a good like aha moment. I completely for me.
2: forgot those. Right. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> that's awesome.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm curious. Are you like you like the the dark path of it, or like her overcoming that? Just in general, her because there is like that's her two sides of the coin, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's a power she has to wrestle with and control and uh, temper, you know.
2: Yeah,
3: I mean, she was always my favorite as a kid, similarly because she was a badass. She like, was even was without her.
0: the phoenix, she was just <laughs> awesome.
3: Yeah, like yeah. she was like super powerful, and yeah. like and I was like, sure, that's who <laughs> I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel, like people,
0: but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool deal. What, what about you, James? You know
1: what I mean. Batman's one of my top. You know, definitely. We, I mean, y- I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do. Yeah, but uh, Superman would definitely have to be. Uh, but it, it's not. It's not because um, of necessarily his abilities. Even though you know he's he's like you know, he's so powerful. There's something about his personality of, you know, he could easily you know destroy this world and oppress the entire world and. And he doesn't. He's he, he's like here to protect and he can do all sorts of things. He can go in space and listen to the world and, and, and he could easily just knock out anybody that's causing problems and remove them from this world, you know, but he believes in justice and morality and uh I love his ethics and I love his uh his perspectives. Like I just think that's amazing, you know, that the restraint it takes to, to be somebody like that. That to me is like Whoa like that. Yeah, I mean, that's you know yeah, it's like the natural response for most humans. It's like when you get a lot of money or a lot of authority, you, you abuse it. You abuse it. You know, it's the first thing, you you know. So it's, um, yeah, it's a, I don't know if you guys would have seen this, but there's a film called Brightburn, and it's like a I've dark heard scenario. Of it. F, 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 if Superman, you know, turned bad or something like that. And they, they changed the names and everything, but it's the same concept. But, yeah, he, he you know, basically he... Uh, lived a life. By the time he was a teenager, he was a troubled teenager and he became exactly how you would expect most human beings to be. As soon as he realized what he could do, he started destroying everything and doing whatever he wanted. Anytime somebody said something wrong to him, he 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 took care of him, you know. And to me like that's the natural response. But I love the Superman mythology, how yeah, it's like he has this restraint where he you know, he could be fighting burglars and, and yeah, he's not gonna like give them that full punch, you know, like he Understand, uh, you know, so yeah, it's just you know, I, I can go on about that. But, you know. it,
0: he's got those uh Kansas boy uh, vibes, like those uh, morals, you know,
1: <laughs> yeah, <maybe. laughs>
3: um,
0: yeah, because there's a there's a story about him, like Red Sun Superman, and all sorts of different ones where it's like he grows up in a different place and how it affects his upbringing, right? So that's cool mm-hmm. for sure. Um,
2: yeah. what you got, yeah, I John? Don't know how to say. I was like the restraint is something I always res- respected about Superman. Cause I, I, I don't remember if it was a movie or if I read it somewhere, but mm-hmm. I just remember him just rem- like, if he would to let, if he were to let go and just go full tilt, he would literally annihilate a planet. So yeah. he's always had that in the back of his <laughs> mind. Like, all right. I always have to pull my punches. Otherwise there's a lot of, of chaos that can ensue. And that, that like you're right, James, it's, it's a lot of restraint. I think and I, I love I love stoicism, um, mm. along those lines, and restraint, and like being able to detach and, and know your power and not commit to like the full on villainy around it. It's something that I really truly admire as well.
0: It takes a lot of restraint. And there's even a line in one of the cartoons about you know when he's does he find doomsday or not somebody yet. but he's just like basically like I have to hold back every single day of my life and yeah. now there's just a chance I get to just not hold back and he, they I will... think
2: that's what I was referencing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly.
0: Um see that's that's we all click with that nerd stuff. Um, <laughs> mine you know these are some pretty pretty good you know standard picks. I'd say Phoenix is pretty dope. That's that's the kind of out there that's awesome. Uh mine might get a little hate where my favorite superhero is green lantern. And uh, coming from, you know, the movie and everything and everyone's negative opinions on him or whatever. And and the movie ever since then, it's just been downhill for the guy. And I feel so bad. Um, I'm desperately waiting for the for the next one. I was promised it would come like I think like in 2020, 2021 with that map. And it's never happened. So Uh, but no, I I, I really love him. And, and, you know, there's a bunch of them. But Hal Jordan and uh, um, I'm forgetting his name. John Stewart. Thank you. Um. Yeah, and I grew up with Jon Stewart with the cartoon on Justice League, uh, JLA, yeah. right? And then, uh, really I learned about Hal Jordan through uh, a different cartoon and then some of the comics and then those stories. So I really love uh, that whole concept of having enough willpower, right? He has the the Green Lantern ring, which uh, effect goes off of his uh, willpower to uh, do whatever it is, right? And it it will create a construct of whatever he can imagine, and it's only as strong as his will is, right, so he makes a shield, it's as strong as that um, I guess he wills it to be, so as the fight goes on it's like about like how, like what is and again it gets into, your, what's your why, what's your passion like why are you doing this and like and you just, you know, will it uh, to be and I find that really synonymous with our struggles in life like and generally like how we can go through, uh, see a task or something that we want and if we really want it, there's nothing that's going to stop us from getting it, you know um, as for like, you know, you th- if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. So in that sense, especially yeah. like it's, it's all about that mental framework and having the, the will, the drive to achieve it, believing in yourself, having that self-confidence. Um, and that all stems from, from that. So I love that there's like a superhero that like, that's all about that. And he, he, he's on toe-to-toe power level with some of the big hitters. And uh, even, you know, just as a nerd side of it, like there's a lot of other, um, the War of Light, and everything they have the colors of the lantern rings the red for rage and the blue for hope uh, orange for greed or avarice um you know indigo for i think uh compassion pink is for like love or lust and everything uh, black is death white is life a bunch of different uh emotional aspects yellow is fear right the antithesis of the the willpower so there's a bunch that goes into it i just thought that was like really cool how they all kind of melded together and um just something to base off of your willpower, I thought was really, really intriguing, really uh, allured to me. Um, yeah. But all yeah. these people are really cool, uh, for okay. sure.
2: <laughs> now, I'm glad you mentioned because the Green Lantern had always been like my second. Like, oh, I just yes. really, like, like yes. remembering uh, the, the Justice League cartoon, and John Stewart was when <laughs> I got introduced to it, and just his his character, his strength was always something I was like, okay, mm-hmm. all right, you're you're a badass. I, yeah, I, yeah, I've always. Like I really admired, uh, but yeah, the whole Green Lantern core is super, super cool. And then they're, they're uh, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not gonna re- recite the chant, but cause I'll screw it up, but <laughs> I love it, I love it. Uh,
3: There's actually a good um, thing that I heard, I think that bridges our discussion on finding our why and finding uh, like our favorite superheroes. Really interesting is that uh, villains and superheroes usually come from the same place, right? They usually have a very similar origin story. That's true. One, oh, that's true. But, with that pain of the origin. One will use it to prevent pain and help protect others, and the others will use it to inflict the pain.
0: upon others. <laughs> you just blew the whole thing up. I wasn't even going there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's
1: true, it's so true. And they, they, they all, every villain has a tragic story as well, but they choose to deal with it completely different. That's mm-hmm. so true. I didn't even yeah. think
0: of that. Wow, what, what a grand... Sure. Re- <laughs> yeah. like. Great job, Hannah. Damn.
3: <laughs> To
0: direct your pain yeah yeah hundred percent that's a really interesting dichotomy of superheroes and villains I never even considered mm-hmm. um, now it's, it's a kind of what
2: it's all a choice
0: yeah you're right
2: yeah, it's just crazy
0: and and again it affects like we talked about how Superman was raised in one place in Russia and another place in America it's like what are the Superman. values and what's your upbringing how does that affect your choices right it all stems from that, and I think that's why we love heroes so much I think they're the modern like Greek mythological beings you know it's just our version of that right and Mm -hmm. it's just these stories of uh, human relatable stories of you know struggle and overcoming obstacles and uh, being a hero in in our lives you know helping others being altruistic um, not doing it for the wrong reasons Um, so that's awesome yeah all these things can kind of stem to like human lessons and everything Uh, Mm -hmm. now to throw all that philosophy away and ding ding who's going to win the fight out of all four of those
1: man (laughs) Who's taking it? I think it's Phoenix, man. That's that's it. I mean, she's actually already destroyed. I literally, I was just like,
2: well, no,
0: Batman.
3: But
2: again, with Phoenix,
1: it's it's a little muddy. Yeah, that's that's it. That's it. I mean, you know, that's hard.
0: I mean, Green Lantern's pretty pretty strong though. He's
2: he he can he can. But Phoenix can make him the
1: simple yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking, you know? And then she could turn herself probably into pure fire. Like, he would have to touch her. You know? Like, how do you, how do you even touch her? Giant fire okay.
0: extinguisher. That's how. It's oh, over. God. Discussion. <laughs> ended.
1: I, I, I'm thinking
2: of, like, the scenario, right? Because, like, like, Superman, he's going he's gonna to fight until, like, he's going to fight until, like, he can't anymore, right? But always going to try out, think, have the contingency plan. Green Lantern is going to like be in, in, uh, innovative and like I think it more comes down to who will last longest. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I'm I'm wondering if if these four people would take it like because here's the thing: is Jean trying to control that power? Is she not? Is she full like
2: Phoenix? Yeah, what's, I what's can't control people? it. <laughs> like, <You know? laughs> um, because that is that matters too. Arc right now. <laughs> we need to know that one.
0: Yeah, yeah, what part of the story are we in? Because if she's just, like, you know, badass and just killing, you know, whatever, just just the Phoenix, right? I feel like, is it like a, a, a Super Smash Brothers game where there's, like, people teaming up and there's politics? Yeah. Like, he has three lives, get him. Like,
2: <laughs> Or is everyone
0: just free-for-all in, you know?
2: Okay, all right, so let's let's change the parameters so we get, like, get uh, we some sort of answer. <laughs> then, like, all things, like, everyone's on the same side. It's just uh, for bragging rights. Sure. Who wins?
0: So it's just a friendly, friendly competition.
2: Friendly competition for now, because Phoenix seems to be outweighing.
0: Well, what's what's Jean Grey's mental health really? Because I think if she gets beaten, maybe she's gonna go a little too far. Does she know that line? That's the, you know, <laughs> that's the thing too. And okay. I gotta be. <laughs> I gotta be honest. I, I heard Jonas, and then I, and and I wasn't. I didn't know what to expect, right? I was gonna ask everybody, and then just Phoenix out of nowhere. I knew I was gonna ask this question. And I was like,
2: uh, uh, "Wow!" Uh, uh, <laughs> like
0: I know James has Superman. I'm Like that's tough, but maybe this. And then it's Phoenix. <laughs> okay, Phoenix.
2: This is why I married her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: The the, <laughs> dro- the giant bomb revelation of the connections and then just, yeah, Phoenix. That's so dope.
1: yeah, um, yeah I know, I so, but That's a very powerful mutant. Yeah,
0: and, and we talked about this last time because Batman was part of our discussion versus Cap, but it's like, uh, I hate talking the Batman discussion because it's like, ooh, it's prep time, he's going to beat anybody, right? <laughs> and I, I say it like that because it, like... Because he is that that like smart that that tactical, he can do that. But I you know I feel like if it's anybody but a common thug, he's just going to get his back broken the first time they meet. And I've
2: always it, seen that. <laughs> I always that. So I'm so angry when I bring up the Batman version.
0: <laughs> so is it like do they know each other? Is this them all first time meeting? Maybe there's teams. I don't know. Oh. Is it just the JLA versus the Phoenix? Like, what's what's the scenario here?
2: Um, okay, all right. I feel like it's unfair. Well, I, it's your it's your rules. Your house, your rules.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't want to do three versus one. Okay, okay. Before before we even get to that discussion, is there any what, James?
1: i said i feel like we have to like it's phoenix <laughs> i mean at that point it's like how long do you last you know because she's going to obliterate you know she can destroy planets as dark phoenix so it's like i i don't know superman may you know last for a bit you know but he's gonna get tired after a while he'll get tired he'll get tired yeah. you just have his you... weeks but he's gonna get tired I, you know
2: did you yeah. guys
1: see uh the new doctor strange movie not yet, no. Okay, yet.
0: so I won't spoil anything then. Um, but, so, it, all you have to do is kind of like the, the Martha situation in Batman vs Superman. Just name uh, Scott, and she'll just, like, lose it. Just name Scott Summers. She'll lose all control.
2: Okay.
0: know that. I wouldn't assume she's mentally stable. I, that's what I'm saying. we got to know the arc. I don't... I. Batman will know. Batman will know like <laughs> <laughs> Batman will know. He'll tell Superman. <laughs> like, yeah, t- 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 this bitch is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I think, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. before we, get, is there any way any of them could stand toe to toe? Is it like, a, like, a, is th- is there any way for it to be one on one fights or free for alls, or do we have to go to the resort of the three v one?
3: I would really be intrigued seeing a match between Phoenix and Superman.
2: I think I think that one would be the closest toe to toe. Yeah. Yeah, I think And Batman versus Green Lantern would be a good one.
0: Well, I really? mean, wouldn't really be much of a fight, but
2: <laughs> I mean, you know, think there's so many avenues, right? Because the hardest part about like these kind of discussions is that you can go so many different fucking routes. Yeah. You can go. You can. You can. You can. Yeah, and it's like if we're. If we're thinking, like, traditional logic, right, sheer power, right, someone who has it's the over
0: 9,000!
2: Yeah, like, infinite possibilities with a ring compared to a man with his gadgets. Yeah. Like, <laughs> honestly, realistically, I love Batman. I love Batman. But, like, real yeah. life scenario, I don't know if he would Thank last. you. We've I, I, question know, question. I know. This is, we, is recorded, Hannah, so I'll send you
0: this so you have it at all times that he just admitted that.
2: Yeah, yeah so overall like it's, it's fun because we watch Justice League and you know or you read the comics about Batman like well he usually wins because he just outsmarts everyone but again, comic books so
0: yeah well that's the testament to him though that he he's even on the team that he's even on the roster right. the human being yeah. you know peak of human physical fitness and everything so granted to him but the fact that he's on the roster with these giant titans is is kind of yeah. you know resume enough of itself.
2: Exactly, and I think it's really funny. There's a there's a scene from one of the Justice League movies with Hal Jordan, and he takes the movie. ring, right? He takes the ring, yeah, yeah, He takes the ring from him. He's like, "So you have yeah, no he super
1: power. He's
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, "You have no power. This just all in the bat suit." And He's like, "This is a nice ring," and throws it back to him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um.
0: Again, yeah. we've mentioned it before, but be intentional with what you're doing every day. It's important exactly. to focus and not lose yeah. track.
2: Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just fun to have these conversations, right? And, yeah, it I do. is. I don't think, honestly, we could all, if we were really wanted to win, we could defend it to, to the end. But yeah, we could, yeah. we could, I think we some of us better I than could, others.
1: It's true. it's true. It's true. I was thinking already, like, I know Superman can, you know, he, he and Supergirls walked on the sun, so he can handle the heat. Well, yeah,
0: so. th- what, what kind of heat? What kind of star? That's what, like I, did, I was about to get to that. Is Phoenix like? Is her energy that? Like, is that Red Sun energy? Is that like? What type of? Is it going to power up Superman? Is it going to deplete him? What are we doing here? And I. I I feel like I should know this, but uh, Greenland, I forget. I always forget. I looked it up a couple times, but can he make kryptonite that works? You know, I think it's just the construct. I don't think it's the actual kryptonite yeah. property that affects Superman. That's, um, good.
1: That's a good question. Um, That's
0: a very good. And then again, if Batman has six months prep time, we don't even
2: have to discuss things, right? He can. He's just got it. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, it's a done deal for everybody. Yeah, it's
2: a done deal. <laughs> just let him go. Just, you won't even see him in the He'll fight. Everyone just the loses.
3: Fight. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I, yeah, I think when it comes down to, like, power level, like, I love Green Lantern and everything, but I think, yeah, Superman versus Phoenix, um, and then at, at that point, like, is that just damaging fire? Is it, like, anything to do with any type of sun energy, because that affects
1: the fight? That's true. That's true. That's true. You don't want to be powering him up during the fight the entire time, because then no. it will never end.
2: <laughs>
1: and
0: I, I don't want to—I don't want to excuse Batman either from the mental battle because we talked about last time. Like, what are his morals? Is he even a superhero, or is he just crazy and has trauma? You know, like because <laughs> like Phoenix has her own thing, but yeah, Batman too. Like you mentioned Martha or anything, like they're just you know going to go go crazy. And uh, I feel like Soup's and and Green Lantern probably have that mental battle with more fortitude on it. I would say.
3: Mm.
2: That's, that's- well, if you're talking about the Batman V Superman movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. That's when the Martha thing comes up. I agree, I agree. Good to make that
2: distinct and I agree. I agree. Well also in the like the Just League cartoon, like Bruce is still affected by his parents' death, right? No matter how much training he's done, like it's still like Scarecrow Fear Toxin will bring him back to that right. memory, you know, and it's still something you're you're right. Like it's it's not the battles. The external battles that you can win, it's how many, It's not only the external battles you can win, but it's the internal battles that, I mean, most of the time, you just want to win more often than not. And sometimes it's, yeah, I guess, I, it, in regards to Batman, uh, it could come down to that like little thing, that little tidbit um, to make sure he, either that will decide him he wins or he loses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, which mm-hmm. side of the coin is he on on that mental battle?
0: Hmm. What's he going to use that pain for at that moment? You know, is he going to crush him? Is he going to build him? And uh, that whole rising from the thing from the Bane
3: movie? (laughs) Like the
0: the rising from the circle?
2: Oh, God. I love this. (laughs) That
3: (laughs) was good.
0: I didn't think that Phoenix pull again, like that came, it just blew wrench in everybody's plans. (laughs)
2: We're having having so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) Then
0: you talk about an indestructible being and a space force. (laughs) No, that's cool, Uh, though. Well, um, if you guys have the time, we have another section. It's up to you guys, though. I'll leave it up to you guys if you want to push forward or not. Uh, About religion and everything, we can get into worldviews and things like that. Yeah,
2: we got a little bit more time. Um, Okay. If my my computer does shut off, I promise it's because we didn't leave you. Uh, Okay. I oh, want me get the Charger. Get the Charger. Okay. <laughs> all right. Cool. Cool. We go ahead and right
0: into it. Yeah. No, for sure. And uh, this has kind of been rolling right along. You guys are great. You guys, it's almost like you do this yourselves. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of that midway halfway point, uh, we got links all in the description for everybody. Everything does. I have my own things I'm doing on Twitter, life coaching and everything, uh, different aspects of that. Uh, find that all in the description below. James has a YouTube channel where he goes into other topics more, you know, important to him and everything. Uh, any insight under what's coming next? you can give a little preview to the podcast listeners?
1: Goodness, my goodness. Uh, actually, yeah, I just want to address uh, some issues that, you know, are within the black community, even regarding health. You know, I know that uh, when it comes to like um, the black community, we have a lot of health issues like, you know, heart, uh, heart disease, all these other uh, things. So I just want to kind of discuss it uh, okay. in regards. To, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I have a few things lined
0: up and that reminded me i'll get to this right after this plug but uh and then all you guys uh you got your your, your coaching services and everything that'll be in the description anything else we, you want them to plug
2: um
3: probably just our facebook group that's just, just a good way to like come in and check out what's going on we do a lot of stuff in the group so
2: yeah okay yeah our facebook group is the total mind body transformation um and uh our podcast is rise up with a Machoya.
0: The the Michoys, That's both your last names together, right? Yeah. Montoya
3: and Mitchell. <laughs>
0: nice,
2: love it. love it.
0: What is what it, did you guys have both your last names? You kept both of them, or did you kind of merge them in the wedding? Or
2: um, so we don't. I didn't take her name. She didn't take my name. Okay. Um, yeah. So, um, funny. F- a bit of a funny story. I've always wanted to. So my last name was my first stepdad's uh, last name. So uh, I'm, my original last name is Grayson.
0: Um, dude that, that is, no it's not. You're you're a liar. Yeah, what?
2: Yeah. <laughs> so it's always been my name, but I like have zero emotional attachment to it. So when we were about to get married and she's like, I don't want your last name, I was like, Cool. I don't want you to have my last name either. <laughs> um and so like I've always kind of wanted to make our own thing because ever since like we've been together, uh, she's really saved me. Um and really allowed me to kind of make my own path. So I was like, Aww. Let's Make our own last name. And so that was where I was like, let's do Machoya. And she's like,
3: okay. Like, she was
0: <laughs> a little skeptical.
2: To, yeah, and then we got married and go through. Um, so but, it's not
3: legally Machoya. No, no. I still have my maiden name. But, yeah. uh, but when it comes to like our branding and everything we do together,
2: we just yeah. So I finally got the Machoya somehow.
0: Got you. Cool. <laughs> um, everything uh, everyone's doing, like I said, it'll be in the description. Uh, check out audio version. If you're audio listeners, check out the YouTube channel, Stage Clear Podcast. If you're YouTube channel, check out audio versions. You know, leave us a five-star review anywhere. Uh, we'd really love to see that. That's what helps the algorithm know it's a good product. Give it to other people. Spread the good message. And, you know, I and it's not even, we've talked about how we experience in real life, like I'll go around walking around the town and people that I know that watch it in town, like they'll be like, oh, it's really good and everything. So uh, and, That's how I I can kind of gauge, right? And we have some good growth and everything, so that's awesome. Thank you for all our loyal listeners. We appreciate you. Um, But just, like, uh, reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you, you know, uh, on these topics and these subjects. So comment in the YouTube. uh, Leave us a review. We'd love to see it and read it. Uh, We appreciate all of you. Real quick, before we hop off entertainment, because James reminded me, have you guys seen the Obi-Wan series yet? Yep. You're caught up? Yep. They're dropping a new episode tomorrow? Wednesday. Okay, so there's three so far. Yep. Okay, did we want to discuss that real quick? Are we open to that? How are you guys feeling?
2: Yeah, yeah. We can do a real quick one. I'm... Huh? I think
3: we'll
2: have time for one or
1: the other. Oh. Uh... we only have like 30 minutes. Okay. We're um... not going to do
0: uh-huh. so. Alright, how are you feeling, James? We can, uh, hit... Which one do you want to hit after? But I know uh,
1: they said about an hour or so, and I know we're about to.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, do you want to go with the uh, Obi-Wan or the religion one? What's it? A...
1: Whatever they are, they're they're good with.
0: Not not really right now. <laughs> yeah, we're
3: good with anything, too. With dealers'
2: okay. choice. We're
0: really easy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's uh, let's do something light for y'all, then. Let's just see, keep it on entertainment. We'll talk about the Obi-Wan uh, series. What are your guys' first impressions, initial uh, thoughts? Really? What do you expect out of it? <laughs> I'll
2: let you
0: go first. That's totally <laughs> Okay. Okay. Uh,
3: Oh me or him, him? Yeah, which one did
0: you mean? Okay. okay.
3: Um, so I'm not as emotionally committed to Star Wars as I am, say, Lord of the Rings. Like we actually had a Lord of the Rings themed wedding, <laughs> so I'm a huge like read all the books like Pega fan with Lord of the Rings. So um, that that like when the show comes out for that, I will probably have stronger opinions. But overall, uh, generally, I like it. Like I, there's the one villain, I don't forget her name. The oh, uh, uh, the, 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 the second sister. Second sister. Who I'm Reva. just one, whatever
2: her name is. yeah. Reva. I'm
3: just not convinced about her motive motives. I guess hmm. like she's just coming in like I want to capture Obi Wan so I can be better. But like I guess we just don't have any of her origins as to understand why that motive is even there. Yeah. That's the only like biggest gripe I have with it. Other than that, like it's really cool to see even McGregor or Ewan, Ewan Yeah. Gwyn- yeah. Ewan McGregor. Um, as the original actor and like i think there's really cool aspects of not just fully cgi i think there's like throwing in some like makeup and costumes yeah Yeah. so overall i'm i'm enjoying the journey yeah
2: (laughs) yeah you know i don't totally hate it i don't um actually that's not even i don't hate. that's yeah that's a statement (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) it's some some part i can't remember if she's the second sister or the third sister whichever one she is um, she, sure. Yeah. Okay. She, yeah. The one that yeah. Murders the, Grand- the Grand Inquisitor. Right. That bugs the crap out of me because I watched all of the Clone Wars. Oh,
3: and yeah. Wars, <laughs> and
2: uh, it basically retconned a big portion of Rebels by doing that. And that bugs the crap out of me uh, because he, the Grand Inquisitor, plays a huge role, especially in his. I don't know if you guys have watched Rebels Yeah,
0: that. yeah. No, I know what yeah, you're
2: talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. He had a massive arc in that in that movie or in that show, right? Uh, not necessarily arc, but like you see his origin stories of like him being a temple guard and a former Jedi, you know? So anyway, um, that bugs me. Uh, that was the biggest thing that I really like, I was like, God, he just kind of got rid of a lot of something. I really like, substance. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So all in all, I do really love seeing Obi-Wan and, and him interacting in this time, which is kind of weird, right? Like this unknown space that, that, that Disney continues to fill for us, which is really cool, honestly. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, like, Rogue One was probably my favorite Star Wars movie, hands down. So, like, really filling in the gaps of, of all of these stories is really cool. And mm-hmm. I read something along the lines of the, of the director of Obi-Wan wants this to be, like, a character-driven show, similar to the likes of, Wolver, uh, of Logan, uh, okay. where he was beaten, old, run down, until he was reminded of his passions to really... Uh, to save, uh, to save, uh, project X twenty two. X twenty two. Thank you. Um, and overall, like I like, I see where that's, I see where it's going in that front, where we see, in the in the third episode, uh, Darth Vader show up, and they have their their brief little battle, and Obi Wan's kind of defeated the whole time, right? Yeah. And I, I think there's gonna be some big turnaround. That, like it's always hard when it's a, a weekly series and you can't like when, whenever you're listening to this it could be already be out now we could be eating our words completely by this time right <laughs> um so overall like there's some gripes just because i've watched almost all the the animated stuff and really kept up with, uh, and with all the movies um but i think it is still room for it to be a lot better if that makes
0: sense. no i i get you and i have to consider myself i I didn't forget, and I knew he was in the he was in Rebels Grand Inquisitor, but I I forgot the timeline. Does Rebels happen after supposed to this, or is it before? So in the
2: timeline of which this is taking place, like Rebels. Ten years was
0: after so, the event. Yeah.
2: So it, Rebels was like right in this time frame. Yeah, 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 yeah. From gotcha. I could be wrong though, but that's. But it My general understanding.
0: It seemed like uh, it was more in the future because Obi Wan shows up in that one, but he's more like you know. Uh, What's his name? Uh, oh, I forget the actor's name. I, f- I feel bad. Like, uh, ben Kenobi. Kenobi.
2: Yeah, but he's like the older version in yeah. that one. Yeah, that's what... Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah. So if that's, that's if, if Rebels is later than Obi-Wan, then again, it doesn't even matter.
0: Yeah. Okay. So it, that's that's why it's like a little confusing. And there, you're right about that arc. I didn't consider that. In general, I didn't like how the Grand Inquisitor was handled. And also, I don't know why the, the design is the way it is like in the third movie, it kind of clearly made what that race was supposed to look like. And then it just was kind of weird practical effects in the actual show. Um, But yeah, I Mm. mean the, the motivations make sense to a point because the empire and everything has always been like that. They've always been backstabbing. That's the Sith whole thing, right? They've always like one up to each other. They always lead by uh, fear. And it's about, um, you know, getting, uh, like, backstabbing each other, essentially, right? To, to yeah. the strongest of... Survival of the fittest. And uh, in that environment, some of those relationships make sense. I didn't think the first initial... Like, in the first episode, their initial reaction, how she, like, just killed that guy, I didn't think... it's Just the hand wave of, like, oh, you need to do better, or whatever, right? <laughs> I didn't think that felt really, really in character. Like, that kind of action would, like... Vader would have choked someone out. <laughs> like, yeah. you know? Um, and then... Later on, she kills the Grand Inquisitor, and it's yeah, it it makes sense in that when you're in that environment of that hostile work environment, <laughs> but um, I don't know. It, it, some of it just seemed kind of off to me for sure. And there's other gripes I have, but uh, James, you got you want to say something about it?
1: Yeah, well, yeah. No, I I mean honestly, I'm, I'm loving Obi Wan. I feel like uh, at first I initially thought that Disney was just gonna give us a lot of Star Wars related stories staying away from the Jedi and and, you know, and I you know, I I love the Jedi, I love their stories, I love their, you know, um the you know, just the mythology behind it and so I was hoping like they would go, you know, when they like introduce a I was like, Oh, they're doing Jedi Oh, snap you know, so I was so happy. But yeah, I I've been looking forward to uh the Obi Wan show and I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it a lot and it's so nice to see you and the Gregor. He's my favorite Star Wars character, um Obi Wan, so this is, like, ideal for me. Um, <laughs> it's not either, yeah, it's nice to see the, the Vader dynamic as well, you know? And I, I just, yeah, it's, it's so... And, and the thing is, I'm always online, so I'm always plugged in. So anytime there's any update on anything, like, uh, I'm always getting, you know, uh, I'm, I'm already always getting this information. Like, for example, I know that uh, because uh, Obi-Wan has be, become very popular, um, the director's already decided, well, they have to do... Season two, even though it was initially supposed to be a limited series, so now they had to actually take out certain scenes in certain um, uh, future episodes because the it would have it was supposed to end us initially um, with one season, but now we have a, a second one already announced, you know, so so it's going to be more. It's going to be more. Uh, the Grand Inquisitor situation has come up online that he's actually supposed to be alive much longer, so uh, yeah. So we're all, the assumption is that. Uh, he's not completely like dead, but there's something's going to happen. And, you know, because he obviously has more time that he's supposed to be alive, you know, and he's in other schools as well. So he has to be alive, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. Um, I'm also, um, uh, engaged in the discussion with, uh, regarding Moses Ingram, the, uh, actress who plays the third sister, uh, Reva. Uh, I actually did a YouTube video about it because a lot of people were talking about it. So I I shared some of my thoughts about it. I I think I I enjoy her character because I think that she's, um, uh, and she's one of those characters that uh, a lot of people online say that she's annoying, and I would agree. I actually think she is annoying, and mm-hmm. I think that that's the point. I think that's the point is she's incredibly immature, and it's like she reminds me of like I don't know, like uh, I don't I don't know which character I can compare it to, but she reminds me of somebody that potentially wants to just show off her Vader, and she's doing all this reckless stuff because she thinks like a child, like oh hey, this if I do this stuff, he's gonna be impressed, you know? So. That's what I'm assuming. That's what I'm still Yeah. What they have uh, in store for her. But, yeah, the actress, Moses Ingram, actually, um, I, I think after the first two episodes last Friday or the Friday before uh, um aired, uh, she actually received a lot of death threats and hate from people on uh, Instagram. So that was, that's was that been all over the Internet as well. But, really? Uh, but, I understand how people yeah, are confused yeah, there's about a lot of, reality yeah 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 so they've been attacking her and uh she's actually shared some of uh some of the messages she's received uh, from people that are supposed to be star wars fans ewan mcgregor shot a video in his car acknowledging this and and telling people you know you know star wars fan if you're sending hate towards this actress she's amazing and all that stuff yeah to so put out a tweet and they're defending her and all that stuff so it's a very interesting dynamic but as far as the show I'm loving it. I'm, I'm looking forward to more Vader dialogue and see what's up with him, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I'm loving it, man.
0: No, for sure. And that whole part of it is really sad that people don't have, like, they can't differentiate the actress from the character, you know, and especially if it's a villain, like, they're supposed to be on your nerves. They're supposed to be... Playing... Yes,
2: yes. Yeah. Joffrey. Yeah. Joffrey from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's a... I understand, like, like it's a character. It's a, it's a drive the story forward, right? We're not supposed to be rooting for her.
3: This
2: yeah, Obi Wan. Yeah. yeah, right. Yes. Like yeah. we want him to grow. So even if like we don't necessarily like her character, like we've only seen three episodes, we don't know right. a lot. That yeah. exactly. up a wall. Like, give me the Netflix style of watching a show so I can binge <laughs> all of it. Damn it! <laughs>
3: Thank you. So all exactly. our
2: questions <laughs> can be answered instead of, of like this is this like it just sucks, you know? Like. Is it, like I, I, really different. people work really hard and 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 for for their craft you know and people who oh man i'm gonna bring this back to identity like we identify with the things that we care about you know as someone and we feel like someone is attacking something that we resonated with like the first action is to react and, and act out instead of realize that that's a person right so yeah regardless of how like like I may personally feel with her character. Like I will never I've never felt the inkling to go find her on Instagram and tell her that she, like it wish her a death threat because it's Yeah. I don't get I will yeah. never get online people who, who leave comments like that. I don't I don't get it. Yeah it's like, yeah. It's just yeah. sense
0: from a lot of like broken places in their lives and they, they just, that's all they do, right? That's they're just it all the time and they have nothing else going for them, right? It's like there's so much more to life, you just gotta like again wake up and kind of experience it and there's other problems that should be dealt with this isn't even a problem. it's just entertainment. you don't even have to watch yeah, that's the crazy don't have to part watch it.
2: you don't like it don't watch it
0: yeah um <laughs> no i but i think uh I I, <laughs> I I thought the show was pretty you know like mild uh, i I didn't feel like too uh like excited for it I was excited when I started watching, but it wasn't like it didn't like build that in me like um I, I thought, you know, with with Leia like especially it was just kind of heard like there were things there were times when I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's that's, that's like Leia," but then it's like no 10-year-old talks like that, right? Yeah. She's like having these eloquent speeches and everything and like dogging on someone else and then at the same time does something that a child would do where it's like, "I don't trust you, get away, stranger danger," and like forces a giant chase scene and like ruins all the plans and everything, right? Uh forces Obi-Wan to reveal himself uh as a, as a Jedi in that time. Um so the way her characters going was I kind of gripe with as well like you can you do one or the other like either she's a prodig- prodigy and she's always been rebellious always talked like that always been eloquent but she can't act like that also like it's like either she's a kid or she's yeah. she's not you know um and then also just the the chase scene when she got kidnapped the first time was like abysmal I'm sorry like there was like grown adults that couldn't catch a 10-year-old child in like a tight yeah. space and one branch gets in their way like oh darn it ah. It's like Saturday morning cartoons you know like I just I I was kind of laughing at that during that whole scene I was like what is happening Um
3: yeah, there's a couple scenes like that that I think were like Disney ties or like who is the guy who was like
1: they couldn't hang him by his neck, so that he
2: was just
0: like hanging by ropes or oh, something. Yeah, like uh, just some things that just, they're Disney. Like makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> what was like, okay. Ah, yeah, <laughs> <clears throat> it was um, yeah. So I mean, the show it, I the third episode I did like right where they bring in Vader. He's doing his thing. He's being a a real real badass with things, and people people thought he wouldn't be uh, as Harsh as he should be, and this—that's what's crazy. Like even Julie was saying, my wife she, when we were watching it, she was like. Uh yeah, but he doesn't kill kids. He's not about that. That's not his, you know, his thing. I'm like, no, no, no. You're thinking of, of Anakin, like, before he went, like, this is a different person, you know? This is the transition. This He's gone through all this pain. He's
3: killed he- a lot of kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Because um, at least in the Clone Wars, with all the backstory he gets there, it's it's more so, and it, he, you see his progression, his arc, where it's like he gets more and more uh, violent, like, uh, solves his problems one way, and it's like he's always trying to protect... Um, like, he's very sensitive about how he was a slave before, right? He's, he has still idealism, but then it's like after the turn, after the fall, it's like there's nothing left. Like, he's just all consumed by darkness and the dark side. Um, so that's why, like, this is – he's not there anymore. He He's just pure hatred and, and grief and loss, and he he there's nothing that won't stop him, right, from, from doing it. He has no moral holdups anymore. So, yeah, when he shows up on screen and just – Cracked some kid's neck like like yeah. nonchalantly. It's like whoa, Vader. Yeah.
3: Especially the vengeance he's coming after after Obi Wan left. Him. Yeah.
2: Like,
0: essentially, now he's not well, vengeance. That I, what I was really actually like upset with, and maybe I'm looking too much into it. And it's about you know Reva and everything, and and wh- whatever we don't know enough about her. I'll solve table whatever uh, feelings I might have. But how does how is she able to like? find out who obi-wan is and know that darth vader's anakin right and like just like no one else was able to do that like she's the first person in all this time that was able to uh put the pieces together and solve it right and it's like it didn't make much much sense to me it seemed like just i don't know it seemed kind of shoehorned in like that's
3: why i I want her origin a little bit like i want to make sense of her motives a little bit more and her knowledge
0: (laughs) yeah like like how did she just automatically find the critical piece that no one was finding that whole time? Vader couldn't find? No one thought to go to the temple and get the archive? Like, that's it? Like, she just looked in the computer and the, the search history and it was there? Like, how does that happen? Um, and yeah.
2: then he... What? I was just going to say, I think, I think with, with this Disney and, and the, the roads they're going, like, like, there's just so many plot devices. It's just like, well, we're going to yada yada let Just make it work. Right, because I think that's another aspect of like why people get super offended. It's like they're affecting the canon and the and the consistency. It's like it's fine, like it's okay. Like some things you, you're gonna gripe about, but ultimately, like yeah, like some of the things I like, keep thinking about. Like how the fuck does she know? <laughs> 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 why does she know?
3: Maybe we find out later. Right now, we don't
0: know. Yeah. Um. So there's different different takes on it on it for sure. But I, I don't, I'm I'm gonna watch it more because like i said the ending of that one was good where he had that confrontation with obi-wan and for a second i thought obi-wan was hallucinating just the way the scene was acting out but no you know it looks like that really happened and like anakin wasn't playing around like here's the fire and brimstone (laughs) crawl through it it. you know
2: yeah he was just just
0: dragging him it was brutal (laughs) um
2: I'm looking forward to it. I hope it
0: gets. I hope it uh, finishes off strong. Yeah, I mean, now I guess this is the second season, though,
2: James. Uh, yeah, I guess this season
1: finishes off strong. And it's uh, it it was something that was decided recently because I guess it, it received so much attention and so much traffic, you know. So they're like, oh, wait, you know, it's going to be a limited series. Yeah, it's, it's it's a lot of people really, you know, gravitating towards it. So yeah, but I think a lot of us we we want to know about the Jedi stories. You know, that's 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 mm-hmm. my thing. I love the Mandalorian. I don't mind Boba Fett, you know, and they have Andor. There's other stories they're going to tell, but I'd love to know what's happening with the Jedi. Like, I feel like that's always been, you know, one of those uh, core foundations Yeah. Star Wars.
0: I feel like we're getting to the point, just in Disney in general, we talked about Marvel fatigue with all the shows and everything and how you feel like you have to be caught up with all of it to even enjoy one. Um, and it might be getting to that point with Star Wars a little bit, you know where it's like mm. what is the canon what do we care about the the ridge tridge the prequels and every like you know and certain movies here and there but it's like now there's like so much and it's like different qualities you know um so it's it's kind of hard to tell like like this is the map go go follow it right um yeah. and with obi wan especially uh, like like i said it's been three episodes in it hasn't like hit me crazy like oh this is so insightful or anything and and like such a such a key part of his story and it has a good premise, but I, I just, I'm not, I'm not pulled like I need to watch it. And it seems like just like a task, you know, more than something I want to do. <laughs> like, so we, we might, we might fall off of it. I'm not sure. But, um, what
2: happened?
0: Oh, oh. <laughs> no, I'm going to see it for, uh, Vader, that confrontation for sure. Have to have to. Yeah. it yeah, just, just <laughs> skip to it. Um, <laughs> Jonah, you said your favorite was Rogue One?
2: Uh, yeah, my favorite Star Wars movie is Rogue One. Rogue One is like that's up there for
0: me. I love it, but uh, yeah. I don't know if it's my favorite. Um, yeah, that's,
2: a, that's a good one. It's, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to stick with it. It's my favorite just because I think it puts everything in a nice, neat little boat and doesn't put any other, like, it's like, here's this specific plot point that we wanted to explain and explore and it does and then it's like this is what really kicked off like the whole how they got how they were able to destroy the Death Star from the get-go, you know? Yeah. It makes for everyone to not exist anymore that entire planet blow up because no one's ever referenced after that, right? And it was the first time they truly encapsulated the terror of Darth Vader in my opinion.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That last scene made the whole yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Growing up after, like, like we were all born in the '90s, James. I'm not sure how old you are, but you are not you're not <laughs> old enough to to like grow up with the original trilogy, right? So like Indeed. everyone knew, like, well, he's scary, but like in the time that we live and the things that we've seen, like if we go back to watch the original trilogy from the '70s and '80s, it's like, well, this is kind of janky and goofy and slow. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You, get yeah. you get the core concepts of it, right? There's nothing. There's, there's yeah. still things to pull out of it, but when you see like, Rogue One, Darth Vader, you're like, oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, Rogue One is definitely just, like, it's nice, neat, there's nothing really you can really, like, say, like, this part sucks, it's just, like, got great characters, great story, and Finishes all nice and neat little bow, and then I could stop caring about that part of the story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. It does, and then it picks up right away at the fourth one, which is pretty cool, right? It ties exactly. in right away. No, yeah. it's it's a solid pick. It's I think it's in my top three or five at least. You know, um, but that's cool, man. We'll 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 have to talk about that another time. Like uh, really get in depth of the rankings and everything. I'm sure there's a big oh, discussion man. to have there. Um, yeah. Well, I know you guys are on a time constraint. We appreciate you showing up. Appreciate you taking the time to do this. Much love. Yeah.
2: <laughs> this is fun. This is fun. Thank yeah, you. Thanks for having us yeah, on. Thanks, yeah. Tim. Thanks, James. This is, it's been a blast. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Pleasure. Pleasure.
0: Yeah. Um, anytime you guys want to come back on, you're more than welcome to. Uh, all your links and everything will be in the description. And you're, real quick, like, what's uh, your podcast about? What do you guys kind of talk about generally?
3: Nutrition, fitness, and lifestyle.
2: Yep. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Is basically teaching what we teach our one-on-one. Oh, mindset. Sorry. Yeah, mindset, <laughs> mindset. Yeah, we just we just have uh, conversations about how we help our clients, things that we really care about, um, um, common myths in the fitness industry, and really all all about empowering people to stop doing shit they hate doing just to, just for a number on the scale um, and to take do, back their health. Yeah, it really, yeah, exactly.
0: Awesome, awesome. You're doing some good work there, helping people get healthy. It's really important. Um, and if you guys are ever trying to have that nerd discussion, like I said, what's your what's your do you have a nerd outlet or is it just kind of what you guys do in your off time?
1: <laughs>
2: oh, the rings always Yeah. Uh, nice. Cur- currently, like, my nerd outlet is is watching the Clone Wars series. Um, I have been getting the inkling to go play the Jedi the Fallen Order. I gotta um, I
0: gotta get that going.
2: Oh, it's so good. I'm gonna yeah. play it again. <laughs> um, that, that's, that's been my, my, my main nerd outlet is, is, um, watching the Star Wars, looking at my switch, uh, or oh, I'm sorry, playing, playing my, my switch. Um, and that's, that's been my ma- major outlet when I get, when I get a chance.
0: Got you. Got you. Well, if you're ever trying to get into the arena and have more of these discussions, we can, we're going to try and do the superhero thing like once a month, uh, just me and James cause it's as popular and people like it. But, uh, yeah, so we're always here if you need us, if you're trying to get like conversation about that stuff Awesome. Love it. All right. Well, thank you guys for showing up.